Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Today, I want to talk a little bit about when to fire off an email versus when to send your message via text. Just this past weekend, I was traveling for work for Boss Up Bootcamp in Chicago, which was amazing, by the way. So shout out to all my bosses who joined me there. The next one's coming up in DC and I can't wait because we're like already half sold out. So if you want to join me there, make sure to register ASAP. But while I was in the airport traveling from point A to point B, I got a text message with nothing more than a voice memo in it. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't have this person's number saved in my phone, even though they're a really cool professional peer who I think of as a total rock star. And I was like, what is this message? And so of course it was text. It was a voice memo. It seemed like it might be really important and urgent. So I listened to it right away. And actually, now that I remember, I don't think I was even in the airport. This was a Saturday afternoon. This was at Boston Boot Camp. So it's like Saturday voice memo via text. Oh my God, is everything okay? Like, let me listen to this right away. And when I listened, I realized it was a professional pitch. It was someone proposing a collaboration. And I was like, am I just really old (laughs) or is this method of communicating totally surprising and unexpected? And if I'm being honest, a little annoying. (laughs) And it got me thinking about just how much the medium says about your message. For instance, another professional who I'm considering hiring to do some work for me has been consistently messaging me through. Facebook. And I do not respond (laughs) in Facebook to professional pitches because that totally is not where I want to be bombarded with business requests. And again, it just got me thinking that regardless of age, regardless of industry, we need to have a little chat about how we're communicating professionally. Because in my opinion, and maybe this is one of my classic unpopular opinions, I'd love to hear from you, Email is the only venue for a professional form of communication. And I want to make the case as to why. First of all, if you're going to pitch someone on a date-specific request or something that has to do with a specific location or details they might want to learn more about, you're going to want to keep that information easily searchable. And I don't know about y'all, but my text messages are hard to search for certain senders, dates, names, locations. If I need to look something up, I am going to search my inbox first. It's much easier to search in Gmail than it is in pretty much any text message platform. Beyond that, if you're pitching a date-specific coffee meetup or conference or speaking engagement, you're going to want to do that 
in a way where the person reading your pitch can easily look at their calendar. Now, some might argue, Emily, we've got GCAL on the iPhone. You've got your calendar pulled up on your mobile device. Yes, that is true. But the mobile device view of a calendar is a lot less detailed, is a lot less easy to browse. And I'm like navigating between different apps to communicate. And basically, you want to be able to see your entire month, your entire week before you commit to something. And it's so much easier, at least for me, to do that via web browser on a laptop. And finally, this is maybe arguably the most important component to this, is that unless you're sending a voice memo, which is interesting. (laughs) In some ways, it actually puts the onus on the person receiving your voice memo to find a quiet place to listen, to basically have to put their phone on speakerphone or assume that they're connected via headphones to actually listen to this message that you're sending. You know, we can't browse it. We can't peek at it. We can't, we have to like give it our undivided attention. It's a little bit cumbersome on the recipient's side of things. But if you're texting a message It's basically just more work to type out your message with your thumbs on your smartphone than it is for most of us to construct and compose a really well thought out email. Now, this doesn't mean your email should be a million miles long. It doesn't need to be a thousand word long essay to pitch someone on a professional manner or in a professional manner rather. But the way I'm going to phrase things via email is going to be a lot more thoughtful than via text when you're just like, ugh, I just need to send this message out. Texting is designed to be brief. You're typing on your thumbs, which for many of us, I think, I don't know, maybe I sound really old saying this, but for me, it's a lot more cumbersome. So if you are communicating professionally, if you are talking about work, put it in an email. I know I am not alone in believing that the email medium professionalizes any message. So if you're talking to a client, if you're talking to a colleague, if you're talking about work, get off Facebook Messenger, get out of your text messages and put it in an email. It's going to elevate whatever it is that you're saying. Now, on the other hand, texting is the right way to go in a few different circumstances. First and foremost, if your message is time sensitive, if you need to meet someone in a half hour and you're confirming that you know, you're know you on your way and you want to let them know, I'll be at the coffee shop maybe five minutes late or two minutes early or whatever, shoot off a text message. Sure. It's a time sensitive message. So it makes sense to blow up their phone because you can assume that their phone is going to be more attached to them. Texting might get their attention faster than an email would, at least for folks like me who turn off their email notifications. Brad has every email ping him on his phone. I do not know how he does that. But frankly, that also shows that I get a lot more email than Brad does. No shade, Brad. (laughs) But I could not do that. When else would you maybe use text messages? When you have a location-specific request, if you're trying to find your friend and you're in the middle of a concert or you are wondering if you're in the correct location, I love the fact that you can text message someone a drop pin straight from your Maps app in your phone, whether it's Apple Maps or my preference, Google Maps. You know, you can actually send geographic-specific location information to your friends via text. Our friends always do this when it comes to camping. We'll be on a big group text and whoever gets to the campsite first and reserves it for all of us 
which is really important out here in Colorado where there's a lot of in-demand camping spots, we'll send out a drop pin text to a whole bunch of people and we'll all know where to meet. So that is another instance in which text messaging is actually better than email. But again, you'll notice these are not usually in a professional context. Here's the bottom line. I'm not trying to sound prudish or old school or, you know, get all grouchy about formatting and formalities that serve no purpose. The reality is email is on many levels not only going to give a professional impression to your message, but it actually makes it easier on your recipient. All strategic communication should be goal-oriented, you know, what do you want them to do, and audience-centered, meaning put yourself in the shoes of the person you're talking to. What's going to be easier for them? What format, what medium is going to make the recipient's life a little easier? And nine times out of 10, when you're talking about professional references, when you're talking about attachments that might be required, when you maybe want to hyperlink to places where they can find more information about what you're talking about, email's the way to go. So put yourself in the shoes of the person you're messaging, not yourself, right? Like sometimes I'll admit, sending a text message might be easier for you because you're just thinking about it now. You want to fire off this message before you forget. You're on the go. You want to record a voice memo and send it off. But that doesn't mean it's easier on the recipient. So take the time to consider what's going to be most convenient for your recipient. And for goodness sakes, do not message via Facebook when you're talking about anything even remotely professional. Keep it via email out of courtesy to them and to give the kind of professional tone and context to the message that you're sending. Now, I want to hear from you on this. Do you feel like I'm way off here? Do I sound like a really old millennial? <laughs> what is that uh, comedian's Eliza Schlesinger's commentary on this was so relatable to me. I am definitely an elder millennial. So tell me if you think I'm off base here. If I'm not off base, if I'm not alone, for God's sakes, please spread this message far and wide. Like if you're as annoyed as I am by well-intentioned people who I really truly respect messaging you via text or via Facebook when they really should be putting it in an email, tell me how you deal with this. Oh, and finally, because the world hasn't seemed to have gotten this memo just yet, although we need to spread this gospel far and wide so everybody can sort of step up their game and put it in an email when it makes sense. But until then, my strategy for dealing with this is when folks text me, if I'm interested, I'll reply saying, hey, definitely want to learn more. Send me the details via email and I'll send my email address if they don't have it. Or for instance, Facebook, I just do not respond. If someone's talking about professional stuff to me in Facebook Messenger, nine times out of 10, I know that they're not going to get a response from me and therefore they're going to email me and therefore we're going to solve the problem. It's just going to take a bit longer. So that's my method for dealing with that. It's a little passive aggressive. I'm not going to lie. I, I acknowledge that. It's not perfect, but I'm really curious to hear if this frustrates you as much as it frustrates me. And what is your protocol for when to send an email versus when to use text or any other messenger 
apps. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Weigh in in the comment section of today's corresponding blog post, where you can find more links and information about professional communication at bossedup.org slash episode 145. Tag me on social media sharing your thoughts on this. Share this podcast far and wide if you also believe that more of us should be putting our professional messages into the professional communication structure that is email over text. And until next time, keep bossing in pursuit of your purpose. Keep drafting those professional messages in email and together we'll lift as we climb. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And it actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men. And it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup.